anything that scares you right now, if you can do it, it's just like, it's literally, I call it magnetism because it's literally like a magnet that's pulling the little things you are expanded for, expanded enough in to you. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realized it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hello. Blessed to be blessed here with y'all. Duh. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Almost 30. Um, We're not as dumb as we look. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to prove that to you. I always wonder what people think. Honestly, I feel like I'm working against a, um, I feel like I have to prove that I'm not dumb a lot of times. And yeah. I do that by sitting with my legs spread wide, slouching, wearing basketball shorts and <laughs> cutoffs and a backwards hat. <laughs> That's more me. <laughs> I just wonder like, yeah, I, I feel like there is this like, in between time when people meet us and then we get to the meat of like the interaction that like, they're just observing us to see what the fuck is going on. Totally. How dumb are they? But then what do you do to kind of make them think otherwise just be yourself and let time pass? Wear a high bun. Wear a high bun is a good one. Yeah. Curse. Sometimes cursing's like, yeah, what the fuck? Cursing's good. Cursing's a good one. Carry like, the eternal lightness of being in my purse and just drop it somewhere. Wait, what are you saying? It's a good book. Oh. Milan Kundra. It's like a smart person's book. Oh, just there was like, like drop a really it on smart the table. girl that read it in high school and she's like, I'm reading the eternal lightness of being. And I was like, me too. <laughs> and I wasn't, but then I read it and it was actually a good book. Justine Reisinger. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She's really cool and smart. We should have her on the That podcast. was my smart year. I had a smart year and in high school, I would like freshman year, I was like a slut. Sophomore year, I was a nerd. So I was like wearing pencil skirts mm-hmm. and I was like in every club. Junior year, I was like, I don't know, hanging with the boys, smoking weed. Senior year, I was, I don't know what I was doing senior year. Maybe that too. Yeah. So I did different like vibe every year. I would have been so much more fun if I smoked weed in high school. It wasn't, I didn't even know why I did it. It was just like everyone was doing it. Oh, okay. It's Ohio. True. What are you going to do? Did you actually inhale? I don't know. Maybe. I do remember time. I remember one time I thought I was dying. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. I was oh, on my friend's like front, Yeah. I was on yeah. my friend's front, front yard, Brandon. And I thought I was dying. And I was like saying bye to everyone. I'm like, this is it. This is when I die. <laughs> my first time smoking weed, I got a, um, a murderous bloody nose. Huh. So I think I did it wrong. But anyway. It sounds right. That sounds like you did it right. Yeah. I don't even know. And it literally would not stop. It was like pieces of my brain coming out oh. and like all the hot guys were at the party. I was like, all right, well, yeah, same. I kind of feel like I was going to die. Yeah. Literally <laughs> like you're going to die. But now I'm doing that doses pen at night. Yo, it's the best. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it is. Honestly, it's really I fun. I love it so much. Yeah. Because I don't feel like the normal high. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's I like feel- a body chill. Yeah. I'm almost like my creative brain starts to fire faster. Hmm. There's like no gaps in between. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably like, cause you're like, you don't have that sense of like questioning. Exactly. You don't question. Exactly. Justin, when he'll do it, he'll like paint on his little Adobe Illustrator. He'll make little like paintings. So fun. I know. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you so cute? He's like, P, I'm making a picture for yeah, you. Yeah, literally. It's like, it's, That's he's so like, this cute. is abstract art. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're so cute. Last night I had a dream that I had a mustache and someone gave me Nair. Someone rubbed Nair on my mustache. The weirdest Isn't dream ever heard. I was like, and I told I the person, Nair. I'm like, I got dermaplane two weeks ago. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I was like defending myself. I'm like, what the hell had this happen? <laughs> I got dermaplane two weeks ago. <laughs> and the person was like, it's okay, honey. And put Nair on my, on my like mustache. That is so weird. I had it's weird because I don't really get a mustache. It's not like my thing. Yeah. I have other things, but no, it's not my thing. Yeah. I do if I let it. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a dream last night that like someone smoothed pe- Ooh. <laughs> smeared poop all over my legs. No. It was very weird. That's real weird. I was like, this is so annoying. You're like, this is making me horny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm horny right now. <laughs> it was probably Kopari. <laughs> someone told me that John Mayer likes people pooping on his face. She said, I oh have insider info. Really? I'm like peeing and pooping on his face. John Mayer, we need you to confirm or deny. I know. Actually, he's like a person I'd love to have on the pod. Yeah, man. So. So. <laughs> Wait, you went to a wedding. How was it? Oh, yeah. I was in Denver a week ago. I love Denver. Actually, we should have a meetup. There was some really good girls that like replied to my message and gave us some great suggestions. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, it was fun. I was like a little too dressed up for it. So I did run through one rent, went the one way was of, <laughs> and I looked beautiful. Um, but it was awesome. Actually, this isn't sponsored. sponsored at all, but it was like $30 to rent this gorgeous dress. I would have never bought it on my own. Like, and then I'm done with it. Like, I don't have enough room in my closet to keep all these fucking dresses yeah. for weddings. So it was like perfect condition. Super cute, got a backup size, but it was like real busty. Like it was, I didn't think it was going to be so relaxed on the rehearsal. And Justin was like, oh, you are busting right now. My tits were out. I mean, you have tits. I have tits and they were out. And I don't normally do that. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm going to start showing my tits off. And we were, and it was like, every, like the people were wearing flip flops. And I was wearing like five inch heels and my tits out. I was like, literally, I'm like, oh, I'm a mail order bride. I'm a mail order bride in a barn. I'm busting in a barn right now. It was like a barn. There was like checkered, um, the plastic, it was plastic wear buffet, barbecue. I just like, so you guys didn't know that from like knowing the couple or like reading the invitation. No, it's Justin's friend. So Justin's giving me the information. So the information is like, Hey, this is what time you need to be there. Doesn't know any, you know what I mean? Like doesn't know anything else. But I was with another girl from LA and I was like, dude, I'm busting right now. She was busting too. I was like, your tits are out too. And she's like, it's from LA. They expect, we're from LA. They expect it. And I was like, that is so fucking true. (laughs) I was like, literally. So we were like literally hanging out all night being like little whores. Wow. I'm probably looking like freaks. Were the boys into it though? Like your boys? Justin was a little freaked out. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, I don't think he was freaked out. I think he likes it, but. I don't know when he wants me to show my tits or not. I don't care, but I think yeah. he liked it. 
But he's not the type to be like, oh, baby, I love your tits. You know, <laughs> he's just like, he's like respectable. He's like, oh, you look really nice, you know? Yeah. And then grabs him later. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, and then one of the dads that came up to me, he's like, are you married? I was like, no. And then the mom came up. She's like, this is Justin Hall's girlfriend. He's like, what is he doing? I was like, um, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> what's he doing right? I want to do it. Yeah, literally, what I was like, I'm a, I'm a person. What the fuck? I'm a person. Like, say my name. Like, hi, nice to meet you. Damn. Anywho. But yeah, it was a blast. It was a blasty blast. Fun. What was the food? What was going on with the food? I ate just like cornbread. Okay. And then desserts, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, the food was a little hard. The food was tricky. Yeah. It's it's tricky when you travel. Like, I mean, weddings, like who fucking, it was great, you know? Yeah. I mean, who who goes to a wedding and is like, I can't wait to eat a delicious, thoughtful meal. Yeah, it's very rare. It's chicken, it's salmon, it's steak. Yeah. It's side asparagus, mashed taters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby carrots. Yeah. Baby carrots. Yeah, I want to do it fucking different at my wedding. I want to literally have a taco truck. Oh, yeah. I want to have like a taco truck. I want Love Irwan, that. obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> honestly, honestly. <laughs> I want to have it in a backyard with Irwan catering. No one gets a plus one. Sorry. Yeah. I don't want to see your That's fucking- That's what Maddie did. No Boyfriend's plus one. face. Mm-hmm. If I don't know him. Yeah. I don't want to see your girlfriend's face if I don't know him. <laughs> but when they were getting married, I was like thinking, I'm like, dude, the bride looked fucking top notch. She looked- perfect like she looks wow. so fucking beautiful and i was like dude i can't wait to look fucking so good i'm like people oh are gonna, people are gonna be like who is that i want to be like so good at no one recognizes me oh people are like huh <laughs> like i want people to be like am i at the right wedding she looks so good like, yes it's me <laughs> but you don't even know me <laughs> I'm like who am i i was i was sucked into fucking Say yes to the dress the other day. Best show, best show on TV. Number oh one. Oh my god! Watch it anytime, any place. Wow. Best show on TV. Well, it really made me think about too, like women of all sizes and how the options are just so limited, mm-hmm. and it made me sad. They have a show. Actually. It's for, I think it's my plus size wedding or my plus size dress. Oh, okay. They have a show that's oh. like for for women, like for basically anybody. Because I know that on wow. the normal show, they don't show all the ranges of sizes. So I, I mean, they do and they don't. It's just like sometimes the highlight of the story is the fact that yes. it's really hard for them to find a dress. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like sad. Yeah. But they do have like plus size episodes, but it's cool. still like, yeah. yeah. I mean. Anyway. But yeah, I completely agree. I think that's really challenging. I think people, you know, they want to look their best. Everyone wants to look their best, but they still want to, most people besides me, still want to look like themselves. So it's really important for people like that to feel like they can, you know, be beautiful. And I mean, the standards for wedding beauty are so fucking myopic. It's like insane. insane. Just wherever the fuck you want. Truly. Can't wait to wear a pantsuit for the after party. After party. Mm Mm-hmm. You know me. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hot. <laughs> Crop top pantsuit. Just wearing like a fila. Yeah. <laughs> Moet like, uh, sneaks. Literally. All Enough right. chit chat. Let's get into this. Super excited. Mm-hmm. What you doing over there? Oh, just clanging around. <laughs> I, I knew we were recording. So just I just started clanging around. Actually, I'm pulling up the review of the week. Oh. Fuck. Everything's happening. I know everything's happening at one time. <laughs> Such a good one from Aaron Jane. 
These ladies are awesome, funny, and real. Their guests are the same. I learned so much from these shows and they've changed my life, taking me in new directions. Thank you so much. And her thing was, love, love, love this podcast, five stars. So Thanks sweet. so much, Erin. You're so sweet. So sweet. We're almost at a thousand reviews and that means I get a hundred million bucks in my bank account. So everyone <laughs> write a review. <laughs> She'll give me review reports every I day. Love, I just want to- Because she loves them. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're on Twitter now. So follow us, tweet us. We are on there. And as always, on Instagram, Almost 30 Podcast. And join our secret Facebook group if you haven't already. Okay, so today on the podcast, we have Lacey Phillips. Oh, yeah. That's a mic drop. I know. A mic drop just happened. (laughs) We were pausing for the mic drop. Say no more. Say no more. This is uh, I bet you our second interview with Lacey. We would have just re-released the Lacey Phillips episode every single week until this point. We would probably be bigger than we are today. Oh, that's an interesting comment. I completely agree with Literally. <laughs> just keep releasing the same first episode Lacey was on with us. We'd be bigger than we are today. And, and it's so fun, this interview, because we take a look back because Lacey has come so far since we last spoke to her. She's received such a response from you guys too. So if you've if you've taken any of her uh, courses in uh, manifesting opulence, partnership, all of that, the supported program, the unblocked, the reparent, all of that, um, let us know. Um, but she's just like loved the support that you've given her, and w- she's an expander for us. We just like sit in awe. We're like because she's so grounded and so real. Like she's my homie. She just gives me every sense of self. I'm like, oh, like you've been where we've been or you know what I mean? Like, it's just so comforting and so inspiring to be around her. I feel safe with her. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we talk about all the things I don't even actually want to. I don't even, you guys just, (laughs) it's going to be the best episode you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. So uh, tag us on Instagram. If you're listening to this, um, tag us on Twitter, uh, share it with people on mm-hmm. all those things and share it with your friends and, so and make sure to check out the other Lacey Phillips episode. That's episode 81 of manifesting your dream life. Mm-hmm. All right. Enjoy. I'm so happy for this. I'm so happy. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I was telling her about you had dinner last night, yeah? Yeah. About so how fun. successful. Poor Krista. So, uh, you want to hear? to dinner. So I'm just like, first of all, it took me like an hour and a half. I feel horrible. Oh, um, oh, yeah. And then my phone was almost dead. So I had to stop at a gas station, <laughs> ask a gas station man to charge my phone for five minutes. <laughs> you didn't just you like didn't ESP Lacey? She's like. No, I was lost. Yeah. No. Literally, Lacey's like, I love Venice people. Whenever they leave yeah, Venice, they're lost. They're yeah, totally it's so true. I, did, I was like, how do I get to the 10? <laughs> didn't know how to get not to joking, the 10. Not joking, <laughs> I had to look on much. Lacey's phone. <laughs> We're looking at her phone for 10 minutes. She's like, yeah, just take LeBray. I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, but it was like, I mean, catching up with you is the best. Like, oh, you're like the so number one fun. expander. It was like so much fun. Yeah. Poor thing. I felt like I was talking at you because I was so yeah. like. No, I felt like the same. I was like, I. No, we were just talking so much about like your business and your life has changed. It's so, yeah, different. So and you much. guys are about, you just opened up space to allow mm-hmm. all of yes. that to happen now. Yes. Oh, that was, in, yes, because I just quit my job. Yeah. We celebrated. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the thing you were talking about with money? With yeah, it was so interesting. So um, I'm doing your opulence. Do you call it a course or program? Or Anything a, you want. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was journaling last night. 
about what is specifically blocking me. And you gave a bunch of examples and uh, a lot of them I related to, but then I also thought about Krista. When you're in a job and making a salary that you're not connected to, that makes you miserable, that you're not appreciated for, that like kind of resonated. And, um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's been a block for her. So I was like, so excited for her to quit her job because I know that it's just going to literally Space be a yeah. waterfall yeah. of just abundance. Yep. Yeah. And then we lost two deals this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no. Literally, I was like, I'm ready for the waterfall. And then <laughs> Jordy Texas, he's like, hey, this brand backed out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Truly though, like right now, because you were afraid to leave. You weren't afraid, but you you were technically, energetically yeah. you yeah. were because you kept pushing it off. You, yeah. you were like, uh, maybe in September, yes. maybe in the, you know, yes. and finally you had that moment where you're like, no, maybe now. So what the universe will usually do, you, it's kind of like a magic darky zone. It's It starts to test you right now to be like, are you sure? Are you sure? Can you handle this? So it's not crazy wow. that two things also cleared space. And it's right now you just have to keep your cool because really good shit's about to come through, especially if you guys are both on the same exact wavelength of you jumping off any cliffs you need right now that are equally blocking and you hold your cool. You guys will see like something come through really big. Mark my words. I love hold hold your cool. (laughs) Hold your cool. That's it. It sucks because it's like it's a trust muscle, like this little period. It's all energy and when you've been safe for so long and something that's is seemingly safe, even though it's like taxing your whole body yeah. and your mind and your soul. So yeah. it's really like not safe in the no. long mm-hmm. run by any means. And I'm just like, when people like want to make more money, I'm like, so you get a job and you're like, hey, you're going to make 50,000 a year, whatever, yeah. how much you're making. Okay. So you want to make, you want to make $150,000 in your lifetime. So what, you're going to work there for 30 years and totally. expect to make three times. It's never going to happen. Never. You're your, stuck. Your, your cap is 70 maybe. Totally. To make 20K, mm-hmm. that's what? However much percentage over, you know what I mean? I'm like, you're never going to make that. So totally. you need to figure out another way to make the money that you want to make. That your soul craves too. Yes. I remember I had this super pivotal point and I, I mean, I grew up in like total poverty because my mm. parents were super young. I mean, I always had like grandparents that did fine and my mm. aunt and uncle who did, but my mom was like, we moved apartments <laughs> yes. four months, yeah. you know? It was like, we're writing a hot check. Everything was broke. So Mm. such lack mentality. So I didn't go to college and I was acting when I first moved out here and I totally manifested. I was like, like the movies, I just want to work in a building that's just chic and the architecture is cool. And I lived in Venice when I first came out here and I was um, hosting at this little spot across the street on 69 Market Street at the time. It was called like the Globe Restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. And I would look out the window at this like white chic. Art. I had no idea what they did, mm-hmm. but I knew it had something to do with film or something. Right. And I was like, I want to work there. I'll work there. And literally the client service woman came in and said, we're hiring a receptionist. You should apply. So I did that job and I was like a client service person and I thought my life was like so, all my friends are like in college and I were like cutting, you know, VFX for like Spike Jones and Michelle Gondry. And I was like, my (laughs) life is so cool. But I was making like 120 a day. Mm -hmm. And there came this really pivotal point. I think I was 21 and the executive producer who I became really good friends with said, I want to pump you up to assistant editor, editor, um, 
do you want to do this? It means you won't be able to do acting at the same time. Um, and if not, then I'm going to pump the girl up. I'm going to, you know, bump her up that's beneath you who really is on this trajectory, but I want to give you the opportunity first. And I saw it all in quick time. I was like, you make what, like 150 a year. If you're a partner one day, maybe you'll make a little over 200,000 a year. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to try art instead. Like, yeah. I'm going to take the risk. Wow. There's no cap. There's no cap. That's the thing is like with my the job, ceiling, I'm like, yeah. yeah, there's like a cap. So it's a cap how much I'm making. With this, it's like, I could quit and make nothing or I could quit and make three times what I'm making. Or you can just go back and get the same fucking kind of job later yeah. if you don't make it. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, like that's what people take the say. shot. Like, Even though I do promise you, you guys are going to do just fine. Yeah. I know. I feel like making money in alignment. Yeah. I was also like when I was writing down my blocks and this is like, this was a hard one for me. I was like, oh, there it is. So there's a bill that my parents still pay for me. Ooh, mm. this is going to, you right now is the perfect time to jump, jump off the cliff. Yeah. It's yeah. so and fun. I, I didn't even think about it. I know. I literally forgot that they do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it's not that much. Totally. It's no big but deal. I was like, I think a lot of people oh. have, are on their pe- their parents' phones plans too. Get off. Mm-hmm. Justin is too. Literally, I'm like, get off. <laughs> if you're doing opulence and stuff, like it is so yeah. important to close all the other portals and just open it up to what, of yeah. course, if like, if you're like, people have to do opulence in the sense, like you do have to be expanded enough and all of those things you're learning, right. but you guys are in the perfect position okay. right now to just like do it and hit the ground running. Yeah. So what do you mean close the portal? So in it, essentially portals are something I sort of learned, you know, so a lot of new age rhetoric around money. <sighs> I think I read all of the fucking manifestation money yeah. <laughs> Books that I, are every like, night before bed, I'm like, I have a millionaire. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Justin literally is like, you're creeping mine. me out. Stop yes, saying stop. that. This is before I'm bed. I'm like, you sound like an alien. I have totally. a millionaire. It's mine. <laughs> That's like the uh, the what is it? Think and Grow Rich yes. was a big yes. one. Oh my god! But I would do like write the five million dollar check that I'm gonna cut. Mm-hmm. You know, like boy did that day pass, and I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're like, might as well make it five hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> Five billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Phillips. Totally. So when I started to notice like the energetics of money, they are actually really simple. It's just a lot of deconditioning of what mm-hmm. we've learned. So in the program, you take like everything else, tons of inventory of all the imprintation you took in childhood, which is like... I mean, in it, because there's an extensive list. Like, do you feel, you know, guilt because you come from money? There's a lot of shame there of like, you yeah. were raised being like, hush, don't let people see they're going to take our money or we're going to make people feel. I mean, there's so much programming, whether you were poor, middle class, if you had parents that were immigrants, there's a mm. whole different type of mentality there in programming. Mm. So mine's always that's going to be go away. Yeah, that's mine too. Mm-hmm. The rug's yeah. going to get pulled out yeah. from under me. That's it's go my away. biggest. It's not, it doesn't exist anymore for me, but that was always my biggest thing, mm-hmm. which is really funny on a tangent. Do you yeah. guys notice yourself going into gratitude the moment that you get something good? Because you're like, oh my God, what if this gets taken? You're like, thank you, universe. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Which does not determine at all. It's just superstition whether something really? goes yeah. or stays. I don't know if we do that anymore as much. Good. I think we're just like, we're just like, fuck yeah. And then we like are like, carry okay, on. Yeah. We kind of like are fuck yeah. And then like it 
automatically like levels us up. So we're like yeah, expecting man. more the me- next That's time. expansion. On our way back from our thing, I was going to text you. I'm like, we need to raise our prices. Yes, you do. <laughs> Literally, I thought that. I was like, mm, we're going to raise our price. I was like, yeah. wait, I'm like, <laughs> we're going to raise our prices. Good job. Literally like pulled my finger out of my ass and was like, we're going to raise our prices. Good job. I'm so happy. Yeah. And it'll, it'll flow just like that flow. when you do. Yeah. But another really key component, there's a few components within money, but a huge key component because most of those manifestation books are like, visualize it that you see the check coming in the mail of like basically free money out of thin air. And granted that does, you know, there, Mm -hmm. there are people who can manifest that. Mm -hmm. I'm yet to meet one who's consistent with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a really key component that people don't think about is you need to open portals within your soul's like soul's yearning. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's in alignment with your soul, your purpose. And so when you have to actually open portals, meaning that if your portal is open in other places, there's no space for money to come through. So again, if you rely on your husband's income, which is fine if that's what you want your portal to be in, your soul is meaning you want to be a stay-at-home wife. That's beautiful. Great. Or vice versa, if you know the sexes Mm -hmm. are switched. Or if like there's a trust, let's say, you know, Mm -hmm. I work with clients who have trusts a lot and I'm like, you do realize that you, there is an actual energetic space for money to come through for you because the portal that's open is for your family. And that's awesome. But if you're wanting to get your career going and making your own money, you need to take that money and continue to allow it to reinvest itself and open up the actual portal to allowing your soul's Mm. thing to bring the money through. Mm. So a big component of it is closing down the portals of wherever you're communicating energetically to the universe. I don't trust that I can make this money for myself. So it's like if you have parents that are paying bills, if you have partners that are paying for things, if you have trust funds, if you have whatever, those all need to be closed <laughs> as you're communicating. The universe needs to be your bank essentially. Mm. Um, and so there's other key components to it, but that's the essence of portals. Wow. Yeah. So, and you just closed a major portal yeah. because you were literally blocking money from coming through this because you were still communicating the fear that it has to come through your safe route, your job that you were half-assing and miserable at anyways. I'm so bad. <laughs> no, I'm like, so bad at it. So there's like double blocking happening. Like double block. Like I would just sit there. I'm like, I would just sit. I'm like, I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. And the shit I would talk. You just didn't care. Didn't care. I did that for every job for any boss. This was I know, isn't yeah. it? I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's so weird. Like corporate world is such a complex web of bullshit. Totally. No hate. I've been in the corporate world and there's positions in the corporate world that are great. You can find teams that are great. It's a great structure for certain people. But I'm like, how how am I doing so many intricate bullshit activities mm-hmm. that it takes so much time? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going here and I'm updating this and then I'm updating this here and then I'm communicating to them that I updated this and then they say no. And then I have to go back and I'm like, you know, there's like and a who, web of bullshit. And who at the at corporate jobs are, are what, what percentage are really aligned with what they're doing. That's what I always wonder too. So then it becomes yeah. this like fog of like mm-hmm. so many people not aligned with what they're doing, but they're doing it because they need to pay their mortgage. They need to support a family. Yeah. And it just becomes- Or from the simplicity that they were just programmed at programmed. a young age. That that exactly. This is how you support yourself when you're yeah. older. There, Our society really doesn't reinforce like, ask your soul what it wants, you know? And of course we come from so many backgrounds of, and I guess that's what makes projectors a little bit different, but like 
the survival and mm. depressions and, you know, so many exterior factors that have really impeded on people's safety. But at this like current economic state, not for everyone, but it can be for everybody. We're just so programmed to do whatever we've been shown is the only way to do it. Yeah. And usually most often, not to say there are some people who are so inspired by what they do and they work in the corporate world or they work in administration and Mm it really lights up their purpose. Mm -hmm. Like Capricorns love that. They love Mm -hmm. growing within a corporate environment Mm -hmm. and doing the task-oriented work and stuff like that. So there are people that it fits, but if it's not for you, the goal is to start really tuning in to see what your thing will be. Yeah, It's weird to think about like what the whole world's soul's purpose would be. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Everyone's so different. So different. Like if you were a person, like think about Mm. it. Every single person figured out their sole purpose. Yeah. What? Like what what would society be like? I'm sure it would be very similar to what it is now, but just happier. You think? Mm -hmm. Truly, because I do... Like I do know, you know, people who love being mechanics, like Mm. they love the intricacy of cars and, you know, fixing them. And so there, I think it would pump like it does now. It would just be a lot happier, Mm -hmm. a lot less disease, a lot less. I mean, I can get like real, I'm such a conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) A lot more, a lot less corruption, a lot more enlightenment, you know. Totally. So you think corruption's from misalignment? Well, I think the same, like I could be like Kanye the mob. No, I think 100. <laughs> I do actually love Kanye on so many levels. I, I do think he's a genius. Do you have an idea yeah. of what's going on right now? With him? Uh-huh. I just think there's like um, instability probably. I mean, I don't know. I, I have so many theories. there's something of- going on where he is like, with like, <laughs> I've talked to her about this, but you can look it up. There's conspiracy theories with like higher levels of Hollywood that mm-hmm. are very rich and part of like their- Like um, Illuminati vibes. Yes, like yeah. Illuminati vibes. Part of their like indoctrination for you into like greatness for the rest of your life is to like do weird shit and like public shaming is one of them. But like Beyonce and Jay-Z didn't have to do anything weird. And I no, feel like they're I definitely think about Illuminati. Cheated on her. Yeah, honey. Yeah. Wow, good one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the, now they're kind of like- Working Reclaiming back. the throne and showing the people the Carters now. Yeah. True. That music video was- I mean, it's everything, the, that whole album. But yeah. with Kanye, I almost feel like we were talking about ADD with Peter Kelly. Mm-hmm. Which I have a whole theory on as mm-hmm. well. I'd love to talk about love. it. I do too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she was talking about how it's like almost like a higher state of consciousness, like mm-hmm. where she, the, their their mind is supposed to wander. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. So that it's- What are you going to do? Like read about the fucking revolution mm-hmm. as a 12-year-old? What are you going to do? Be like, this is an isosceles triangle. And they have to be like, wow. But it's supposed to explore kind of like these uncharted whatever. And that that's, and yeah, she was, she speaks a lot on millennials and, and why, you know, their divine intolerance that they're brought to this earth with is going to change the world. Oh, totally. It's already happening. We've changed the paradigm of how people work. Yeah. Like, my exactly. whole team, mm. they all work remotely. Some, one lives in Boston, another lives in, you know, Arizona. Like millennials have wow. changed the paradigm Where'd of the workforce. Them? Instagram. No way. Just putting it all out on Instagram. Oh, and they just applied? And manifesting them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. really calling them in consciously. Yeah. But the ADD route is fascinating mm. because like my mom, who's an alcoholic and definitely has ADHD, always has had it. Mm. 
I believe that when kids, especially sensitive beings, had to leave their body constantly over whatever they were sensitive about, our brain is developing, our neural pathways, everything's developing at that age and imprinting that it's like, leave your body, uh, leave your body. It just continues to mm. like short circuit how every your attention can be because it's like, so that's a huge component. I think diet's a huge component. I think toxins are a huge component. And then I do believe in like the dreamers, the wanderers, you know, I really believe in that. But I think it's like very layered what ADD actually wow. is rather than just, you know. Escaping your... So That's is it cool. like trauma? Is it just like... It can be as like shame. It can yeah. be parents that have um, intense energy in the house. They're not even yelling at each other. And it Damn. feels so uncomfortable because you're so sensitive that you leave your body. That's yeah. your your safety is being pulled out mm. from under you. And then like in my mom's case, her dad was an alcoholic and her mom mm. was super religious. There was no safe space. So it's just like, leave your body, leave your body, leave your body. She was the fifth, like the youngest of, you know, five girls. And so there's no nutrition that was left to give mm. her, you know, at that point of preparing your body. I just think there's so many layers yeah. to ADHD, ADD, all of it. Wow. Did she know? How did you find this out about your mom? Oh, she's super open. Like the family Uh, was like pretty fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) They're magical, but they're just super Irish. Yeah. They're like all other Irish people. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Mm. It's like normal. Breaking to think about a little kid, like not knowing, just being in an environment where they like don't want to be. And they don't think anybody wants them there and Mm. it's not safe. And it's not like it was super unsafe. It was just like, yeah, it was just toxic. Mm. It was messy. I mean, with alcoholism and just being Irish and loud and rowdy. And then you have yeah. a religious mom who doesn't accept anything you do because she's such a, you know. Yeah. Closed off. Yeah, closed off. One of my friends, um, one of my best friends, Anne, she's very Irish. Macarlin. <laughs> Macarlin's. <laughs> At the wedding, there's her cousins. Very Irish. I forget what their last name was. Is like a very O'Reilly. He was like, literally Justin was in the wedding party and the guy had like had 13 drinks by like oh, one, yeah. one had like 45 Easy, that's drinks. That's warm up. Was totally. Like, yes. It was like, it was like just buzz. Ended up in a fight at the end of the night. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are screaming. The mom's a yelling. baby was made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's broke. Like literally it was so funny. I'm like, dude, what's going on? These Irish people. Okay. So portals is one thing. So I j- didn't know about that. So closing them off and then there's a dark period. Oh yeah. So the magic dark, which kind of is, you know, pretty laced in the whole formula. Mm-hmm. It's something I noticed pretty early on within yeah. my manifestation process is right when I was getting so close to what I was manifesting and I had passed all of the very obvious tests that mm-hmm. were coming through. Mm-hmm. There was like this very quiet, it's where I say, you know, the ocean recedes and it looks like another wave's not going to come through. It's the darkest before the dawn and you're just really being tested. Will you settle for what, you know, you've settled for in the past? Mm-hmm. And do you trust, this is like me speaking in first person as the universe, mm-hmm. do you trust I'm going to give you what you want? So for here you settled in scarcity for so long in your career just because it was safe. You Mm -hmm. know, most people are in that right now that you will be tested in this little Mm -hmm. period to be like, is she going to the energy? It's like, is she going to lose, like budge, lose it, get scared? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the Mm -hmm. best way to retreat, retreat something. It's testing. It's only like a two week period usually that will happen. So is she serious? Yeah. Is she serious or is she going to like flounder right now? And so it's all about your worth. And so like nail out these two weeks of just 
goodbye to those things that left today. Good luck. Totally. <laughs> like now I have space for the even bigger thing to come through. Just hold your wait. cool, you know, be like, enjoy, do the things you love. Take yourself to get a massage. Don't live in scarcity. Mm. Just really double down. Like right now, you don't buy, have to do anything extreme. Uh, that'll make you, <laughs> Honestly, I do promise I you, it'll make you instantly magnetic if you do that. Cause you just quit your job. So a normal person would start to go into kind of scarcity mode right yeah. now. Even though you guys, you know, you have income coming in, but anything that scares you right now, if you can do it, it's just like, it's literally, I call it magnetism because it's literally like a magnet that's pulling the little things you are expanded for, mm. expanded enough in to you. <laughs> so it's like anything you can do to like hold your cool, take care of yourself. And then also things like that. Like, you know, you want to buy a mat, you have the money for it. Mm -hmm. Even though you're not working to go and do that, you create situational magnetism. Mm, I feel that so much. I'm going to get that. Did, I wonder, did Luke have the mini or the- He I has think the, he the, the mini, mini, I think. Okay, I'm go, I said say that. go full pro. Damn, the yeah. full pro is <laughs> insane. Where do you have it in your house? I put it in my bedroom on the floor, but like uh -huh. I took it to our company retreat and like love I'm that. flying it to Hawaii this I week. I love that. Yes. <laughs> not fucking around with she that. Said, why? So what do you, what does it do? So for me, I mean, it does a couple of things like it's infrared. So it obviously goes deeper into mm. your organs and pulls out the toxins. It's, you know, I don't think as effective as an infrared sauna, which I also bought too. I, like those, I know I can't believe that. <laughs> Casual. Which, did anybody yes. know if you buy it through sunlight and it takes seven weeks to get to you? Because they build it? Or, or are they? Is it? I don't know. Is it backlog? I don't <laughs> know what's happening. Honey, no. do they travel I, to I the wish sun? I, had this I have to bring a contractor <laughs> over to put it together. It's not put together really? or anything. Is so it it's like a whole thing. Same one as Luke's. No, he did clear light, but okay. uh, Max's mom, my fiance, mm -hmm. she has a place on Vashon, which she was my biggest expander for how I'm going to build out this retreat mm. space in Mariposa. Wow. But she has like a whole uh, built-in outdoor bathroom with the, um, she had the sunlight in one and she, I, it's like low EMF. She just loved it. Yeah. And I'll say the first time I used it, that cycle, I had zero PMS. So it's like, it's so powerful for clearing out your liver and pulling those toxins out. And then the biomat because of the amethyst and stuff. So it pulls out all of the negative ions. So that's why you instantly mm. feel that grounding you feel at the beach mm. and it right away because of the heat and the infrared and the amethyst, it mm -hmm. puts you into parasympathetic nervous, your parasympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. So for me, the way I describe it, I do it twice a day while I'm listening to the deep imaginings, mm. you know, from the site. And right away, it'll put me into that same space mm. that like barely awake you're in when you're at the acupuncturist where all that deep healing's happening on the body on a mm. cellular level. So I can feel it twice a day. I'm just like, bam, into parasympathetic, right into that space where so much healing's happening. Mm. And the like most beautiful thing, I like, I should be getting paid for this. No, <laughs> seriously. I feel bad for our girls. You guys, I feel bad like for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to see how much this costs. I know. I know. It is. It's what is and, it like 1700? It. It's like 1700. Yeah. And like for me, I'm lucky because it's a write off for the company. Yeah. So yeah. that's a can we write thing. it? <laughs> yeah. Can we get two? Dude, <laughs> if you guys start sponsoring for sure. Yeah. Mama Medicine, she uses them. Um, 
for that treatments. There's another brand too. There is another. And I think that Luke might actually have the other brand, okay. to be honest, which Health I know line? is less expensive. Yeah. It's like $300 less. I wonder if it's as good. I don't know. I don't it know anyone jade, who has it. Am- it has jade as well. Jade's more grounding. Really? Yeah. Like mine has tourmaline and amethyst in mm, it. Because I was like, I'll just be flying if it's just amethyst. Totally. <laughs> like I can't, I, will, I won't even be on the ground anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah. And actually... This woman that does Reiki for me, and her name's Jamie um, Graber or Garber. I don't know how to say her last name perfectly mm. right now, but she was a client and I also see her when I'm in New York mm. and she has the alternative one and it was just as wonderful. Okay, okay. So that's good to know. We'll link it. Once yeah. We become affiliates. <laughs> yeah. And mind the you girls guys, are like, show me the code. Yeah. yeah show, show me, me the code. code. And we're like, mm. <laughs> yeah. And I was manifesting this forever. So I would just like longingly look at it for three years. You would? So it took me like See, ages to quick. buy it myself. Yeah. Could, could my job buy yeah. a biomat for $2,000? <laughs> you, oh my, I'm I like, can't I'm wait. I'm going to show them I'm not scared. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I love you. I'm not scared. You got this. <laughs> On the way home, the whole car ride, I didn't have my phone. I was like, it's going to mm-hmm. change your life. Change your life. I've been doing infrared a lot lately, which I really like. Which it's, yeah, so comparable. Sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I want to talk about since you've been on our podcast, like your business has been in, like insane. Like you yeah. have an empire. Thank so did you. it start with hiring one person or did it start with the manifestation or like what was the trajectory of where you were then and like where you are now? Did you see this? Well, I'll be like super honest. The true, true, true base of it was dealing with my shadow because on truthfully, like bar none, I tell everybody we even have a uh, YouTube I put it out as a thing, you. like how to grow your social media. Uh-huh. Like anyone who comes to me and they're Every like, answer, you're like, I have a, I have a link to that. <laughs> <laughs> everything you do, you're like, I answered that in opulence. Yeah. I answered that right here. <laughs> I feel it's good. Bad for you. you have a resource. Like, hey, we're bringing it back in the funnel. Yeah. <laughs> we'll link it. <laughs> totally. But because for so many years, and I don't know if you guys ever feel like you experienced this, but for so many years, I had like these three people's opinions that I really cared about. So 100%. I would... Yeah. hesitate from putting this out or doing that, I would hide, you know, as essentially I would hide. And one day, because this is the work I do, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to deal with every single fear, shame, everything I have, and I'm just going to integrate them and I'm going to fucking show up. And the moment I did, it was like, mm. everyone started looking and noticing and hearing me and doing the work. So that was the first step more than any, like anyone who's sitting at home right now and you don't have my type of business, I don't care if you do my shadow workshop or you go pick up a bug on shadow, that is the thing. You need to integrate every single thing you're afraid of showing up as yourself about because you're afraid that you'll be judged or you won't be received or someone won't get it or you're fat or whatever you think you are mm. that's not true. Until you deal with that, none of this can happen, period. Like that's the biggest thing. Can you give an example of that for you? So like for me, there the bit here's a great one and I talk about it in this video yeah. is that um, I didn't go to college and I just felt um, my education kind of feels like it got scattered and lost because I would move back and forth from my parents and I'd go to like my hillbilly school or I would go to like, <laughs> the like gang school and yeah. <laughs> in the, like more of the city. <laughs> so it was like education, though my parents cared that I had a good education. It wasn't, they didn't model an education. Nobody really was monitoring my schooling. So I'm a terrible speller, terrible at grammar. And Mm so I I even remember I'd be like, oh my God, if that person I admire saw this, I would be mortified. Or if I would catch an error on the blog, I'd be so mortified that X, Y, and Z saw it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so 
I was like, I better deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to integrate it. I started. And so like in shadow, a big part of the process is that you determine all of these lost aspects of self, things of us that we rejected. So somewhere along the way, when I was young, not crazy, I picked up exactly where it came from. If people were unintelligent or, you know, not smart, they were considered hillbillies like in our family. Mm-hmm. And so it was this like shadowy aspect of me that the other people in my family are great mm-hmm. at spelling and they are very intelligent. And on top of that, they have an education and I don't have that. So to me, I really rejected it. You know, you throw it in your shadow. So you completely disassociate, you fragment from yourself. It's a fragmentation of self. It's like you disown that aspect of yourself, which we have, some of us have hundreds of those. And so I started to go, I'm going to own this. Yeah. Like go to the fair. Like chewing straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I put a hay bale in my front yard. Totally. <laughs> tractor <laughs> too. Like, no, yeah, literally. <laughs> no, but truthfully, like a big way that I own things a lot of the time after I've done the work on them is I just start outing myself to where I know people yeah. who I admire can see it. Mm. So it's like now what we don't own owns us, right? So that means that the power source is in those people, not myself. Mm. But the moment I take that back and I own it, nothing has power over me. So why does the world tune in? Because there are two things people desire more than anything. Like, yeah, everybody wants the money or they want success. And, but once they get that, there's two things that they desire, you know, only the human soul desires. It's to be loved and to be loved 100% for who we are. So when you start to see people, and that's something that, a lot of celebrities actually share this, like the ones that are more notable, but also just like, you can't take your eyes off of them. Angelina Jolie is a great example Mm, of this. I like to use her a lot. When she speaks, she's a hundred percent vulnerable and honest. She will not, even if she's dodging a question, she'll say, I'm so sorry. I'm just not talking about that. But she, it's not like she's trying to be something Mm. cooler than she is under what she is. It's so vulnerably honest. That's one aspect of her, which we can talk about that, what true magnetism is, but it's because there's aspects of her that are owned. And that's why when we start to truly, truly own our biggest insecurities, our shame, and only we have the power over it, the world can't take their eyes off of it. That So literally, if you're sitting at home mm-hmm. and you're like, how do I grow my business? I mean, you need to open portals and do other stuff you'll mm-hmm. learn in opulence, but that is the most important thing you can do opening up the digital um, workshops, I had no clue. I literally was just filling a space that was a void that people were asking for. So not only were my clients in New York like, okay, Lacey, I can't, I don't have time to read all these books you're recommending yeah. me. I'm literally like in New York and I have, you know, no a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people from afar who couldn't make it to my in-person workshops were like, will you ever do this online? I want to do it. But I was so turned off by all webby, mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know, web schools or whatever they were that I was like, oh, I'm just not aesthetically open to that. But it was actually a good friend of mine who's a breathwork teacher, my breathwork teacher, and her name's Lauren Spencer King. Mm. She put one of these out there and it was just so beta. Um, it's so simple that I was like, oh, I could do that. That's the model. That's perfect. It doesn't mm. turn me off. It's so, you know, subliminal, like done. And so I created it. 
And I put it out there. And then the first one made me more money than I had made in the year. And I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I see what to do. Like, I see that this, it, this can help so many people on so many levels anywhere in the world. It took the company global. It just it, like there have been thousands of people who have manifested mm. from this now. It just was a no brainer that that's the direction to take it. And then another huge element. So that was like phase two that happened again, it was just a download. So thing I, something I like to clarify for people, especially when we're working on manifesting career and stuff, because um, I've seen other people who will open up digital workshops and stuff and it falls flat. It's because they're just following a model that they think will get them money mm. quicker. You actually have to wait for the downloads. So for me in that particular instance, it was after I saw hers, that's what expanded me. And then I had the download for exactly what mine would be. And it was like, oh, that's it. Okay, cool. And I kept getting that download reinforced over and over again. Therefore, I did it. So anything I do in my company is always an intuitive download first. Any marketing campaign we come up with, anything, it'll be like, I just saw that in my meditation. That's what we're going to do. Prices are like that. So I always tell people mm. that's another factor. Follow those pings are yeah. literally the roadmap to success. They're literally the universe being like, I got you. If you follow the cookie crumbs, here's where it is. Like mm. if you follow those and you say yes to them and you listen, the rainbow's at the end. If you're expanding yourself, if you're passing the test, you're opening portals, closing them. That's the beauty. And then another big component was right around Christmas, I just was in so much fear of having an employee. I just had never seen it in my family. Nobody mm -hmm. had ever like had a success rate where they had, you know, a team or anything like that, that I was so afraid of it. And yeah. then I ended up meeting Amanda Chase, who's one of our, my creative consultants. And she walked in and she was like, I've worked with Grands Terray. I've worked with um, Esther Perel. I totally know what you're going for. Cause that's when I was about to film the full formula magnetism, mm -hmm. a video version. So it wasn't just mm -hmm. me like typing up, you know, these mm -hmm. like workshops, it was an actual video. And she was like, I produced these before. And I was like, okay, I'm really going to trust this. And I had to expand into working with someone because I just had all these fears. I had financial fears. I, I had never seen it. I just, there were so many fears floating around. And one of my greatest business expanders, Carrie Lynn of Cat Beauty, I asked her, I was like, Carrie Lynn, she was my final expander because mm -hmm. I had had so many that were like, you need an assistant, you need something. I was literally working 14 hours a day doing everything, like wow. photographing, editing, writing blog. I mean, it was fucking insane mm -hmm. seeing clients. It was crazy. And I said, Carrie Lynn, how did you know when it was time to hire someone? And she said, oh, Lacey, that was easy. Any idea I have, somebody else can do it better. And I was like, wow you're right. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So Amanda came on and she helped me create that um, workshop. And then from there, her second task we were going to work on together was hiring an assistant editor to really take over the blog so I could really focus on manifestation. Mm. And I made my list, you know, I was like Capricorn or Virgo, mm. like 24, you know, all the things <laughs> literally like calling in a partner. And Lila came who, 24, you know, secret sauce, early twenties, dude, these younger, like everyone on my team is far more talented than I am. And it's like this generation below. They're so creative, so smart. Mm -hmm. I just th literally think the they're universe so every day they're for so them. Smart. They're so quick. They're so quick. They get it. They're just, they can do program. Like all the, pro I'm so I know, literally. <laughs> they can do programs. Yeah. I, I literally like, look feel at them old. on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what 
<laughs> such whizzes. Yeah. Literally, Chloe turns around things, and I'm like, huh? I know. I like, know. Jesus. So yeah, wow, that's incredible. I, like have the and so once I hired you know one person, it was like a no brainer because I'm a projector, and I was like let's hire this and this and that, you know, and it finally, now the team is so beautiful. They're so incredible. Mm -hmm. They're so talented. I thank God for them like every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you will. You're going to love them. So did you get money first, then hire, hire money? It was all kind of coming in at the same time. Uh And so because I see money as such energy, I really do have that mastered. Like that's not, I'll never ever not know how to manifest money again. It's not an issue. Um, That when I needed anything, it just, I can pull it in and manifest it right Mm. away. So because money is such energy for me now, there's no um, tangible numbers to it. It's just like, how big is my vision and expansion and portals there? Then it'll come whatever I need to match it. That's how I just go. Literally, I use the same process of opulence that everybody else uses, but I actually really put everything into play. So that's like... It does. It, they both came together mm. at the same time. And then when the team came in, because like money started to get great, but my overall vision has always been, I want these experience spaces, these conscious spaces for people to go to. And so that's like the exciting thing I was telling Krista. I just put my offer on the very first like FNN healing home in my hometown, which is right outside of Yosemite. So that'll be like this first conscious space that's like, the biohack mm-hmm. <laughs> place of it's the century. Wow. Getting back into the full circadian rhythm or other people can hold retreats or where I will take people and hold manifestation mm-hmm. retreats or I'll just live at to like two weeks Literally. out of the month to heal my body. We get first time. tips. Yes. Yes. Retreat. yes. First yes. Tips. <laughs> oh, do it. I'm so. a retreat. Yeah. <laughs> <First> is. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that you're going to have a healing center where you grew up? It's not crazy. Mm. I was I just read an Instagram post because you, you know we put our offer in, which was just accepted. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Like who knows? Inspections could come back yeah. and be like black mold, and you I'd be like goodbye. Why. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I put this Instagram post up, and I was like, "This is my first home, soon to be my second home." You know, mm. it's so. And it, I've always, I literally made that list, I think three years ago to be able to buy this place in Mariposa, a place in Mariposa. I could just see it. Wow. Nothing like what I want to create exists there. It's very country, you know? So it's it's like, even when I would look for an Airbnb to like, even though I have family property, but if I wanted to go by myself and be alone, there was nothing with my aesthetic that I'd want to stay at. So I know it'll be so unique and individual and and just so healing on yeah. every level. So that's going to be exciting. I wait. Everyone come when it's ready. Yes. So being in like calling in, you know, that abundance, I know you talk about how it's like a very masculine energy and totally. we all have feminine and masculine energies. So yeah. can you talk to us a little bit about that? And is there like a time when you can balance or mm. is it always that masculine? So it's trippy because it's not. So my weird gifts with manifestation, which yeah. I think I talked about last time is clear cognizance. So it's just like, I know when I know something, it's mm. not even like I see visions or I hear things. It's like, bam, it comes through and that's it. Like, I just know mm-hmm. when I know. And then the other gift is being able to understand the energetics of manifestation. Mm. So it's like, I just know, it's so weird because it's like, I can 
balance the two in the sense like I see it as a physical thing and then know how to deduce it. Well, it's like I see it as an energetic thing and then I know how to deduce it as a physical thing so people can understand it. Mm. And so when we're talking about, you know, what you're referring to is like in opulence money, it's a masculine worth energy. And it's not, it's like the only way I could put it. It's not masculine in the sense of like the patriarch. It's just a tougher energy. It's not a tougher, it's a more entitled energy. Mm, That's that's the best way to put it. It's Mm. like entitled, my worth is everything Mm -hmm. and I'm not settling for less. So it's a stronger energy. Whereas when you're manifesting with partnership, it's a feminine worth energy. And it doesn't mean that it's a softer energy. It's just a more graceful energy. Mm. So it's not even like the patriarch and the matriarch or any of that kind of stuff at all, or the common definitions of both. It's just the like slight difference in the um, weight of Mm. the energy itself. So it's like a trippy thing. So to give examples, um, when I was working as a waitress at the Laugh Factory, I was certainly not in my worth masculine energy in any way, shape and form. I was a people pleaser. Mm. I was treated like shit. I did whatever they wanted. Um, I was so afraid to leave that. And I think I was making like $300 a week. Damn. (laughs) So I was spending like $30 a day on groceries or $30 a week on groceries. It was crazy. And my worth was so, so, so low. So like, for instance, when I left my, you know, teaching gig, Mm -hmm. it's when I had to really exercise and learn that masculine worth energy. And I had good reflect, you know, honestly, some of the greatest expanders in this have been men for me because mm. they don't settle. Usually if they're in their, their worth energy around money, they don't settle as much as women. They're way less, they're like unapologetic about what they do. And so that's why when we meet these like women that are so powerful financially, that's why everyone's like, they're so in their masculine. It's just they're, they understand what they're worth and mm. they're not settling for less. And once you get the hang of it, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. It's like this, this worth energy yeah. it's crazy I often think of like cre- like we're all creatives totally. and I you know growing up for every time someone asked me like or told me like oh like so you're a starving artist because you say you're an actress mm-hmm. or you say you're a writer or whatever you are mm. have I seen you in anything yeah, have I seen <laughs> you like in the anything worst fucking question. it's the worst question I'm like yeah did you see that regional commercial <laughs> for like a, a couch at fucking Raymore and Flanagan totally. I was the one on the couch like <laughs> yeah. bye yeah. yeah I love you you know what I mean like, so yeah, like what have you seen you fucking loser <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking know what you watch. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh this was my, like, the worst fucking question yeah, like, when I was uh, an actress. ABC the four? Like, yeah. What? Like, it's the worst. Totally. I was the spin instructor in yeah. that episode. Yeah. Of, yeah. Bye. yeah. Um, but uh, it kind of put me in this place of like, oh, so if I want to be creative and make a life out of that, then either one, I'm not going to make a lot of money or mm. two, I'm just going to have to survive. And totally. Like, fight for it so hard and programming yeah programming so yeah. like a lot of the work that i'm doing now not only am i kind of like reparenting a lot because awesome. there's a lot there All with my amazing. parents and money but it's also what people have told me about what i'm doing a thousand percent yep so can you speak to like 
I know we have a lot of creatives in our community. So or speak- just anyone who's not like if yeah. you're trying to do anything yeah. that's yeah. outside so right. of the entrepreneurs. Totally, yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Or mom, like moms. You know what I oh mean? God, that's like totally. a certain definition. Whereas, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm a mom, I'm gonna have help and I'm gonna do self care. And I, <laughs> hell like, yeah, it'll look really different than not the feel guilty about it. All. Hiring someone to take my kids to Disneyland. Totally already decided because <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Fucking I fucking place. hate that like, place. Can I hire to breastfeed? <laughs> yeah, that was called a wet nurse when yeah. you were like a princess back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, wet nurse. <laughs> so what you're saying, it's kind of everything. Like I always think now, if I were to go back to acting, it would be like a snap. It could happen yeah, in a oh second. It's so simple. It, it but it takes practice to get that simple. So for you, it really is like the key key medicine is going to be surrounding yourself around eight people that are just a little bit more successful than you. So they're like recurring and living off their acting or their series regulars, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. It doesn't mean that they're A-list. They're around you constantly and you really, really get to witness that expansion of like, okay, there's nothing better about them than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're doing all that subconscious reprogramming, like going back through the inner child work and, you know, every time you come up against a block, it's really your parents giving you all the tools. Your magnetic parents are like giving you all the tools you really needed and like taking you to the mentor and really seeing all of your gifts. That's what the beauty of doing hypnotic reprogramming is. Your subconscious doesn't know the difference and it's creating these new neural pathways and loops Mm. that allow you to project that type of worth. So for you, It really is the reinforcement in the physical of being surrounded around people who are not struggling. They're doing great. They have the life they want as actors, as artists, as entrepreneurs, whatever you are Mm -hmm. out there until you, and if you're quick about it, like it just depends basically on how, where your worth is. If you're really insecure and you have really low self-worth, it's going to take a little bit longer. If you're a projector, I don't know about you, but I would like intern under, um, you know, there was this point where I interned under this designer, an interior designer. I thought I wanted to be one for a while. So I like sought out the woman who I was the most inspired by who worked at Commune and designed all of his Hotel Palm Springs. And I interned for three months and I was like, yep, yep, I get it. Cool. I'm going to go start my own company. And I did. I started getting clients. So it's just all about where your worth is until you have that aha reinforcement moment from the mirror neurons of like, okay, she got this. I'm like, I've seen her. And it sounds shitty, but it's, this is exactly how our subconscious and low yeah. self-worth works where it's like, oh, she got that serious regular role. I mean, I get it. Cause she just looks the part. There's nothing better about her than me. Mm-hmm. This is her lifestyle. You are naturally going to start manifesting the exact same things. Yeah. So it's just basically reprogramming and showing your subconscious like, dude, whatever. There's so many actors yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. who we all don't even know about that like own their homes. They have great lives. They travel yeah. constantly. You're so right. So that's the real medicine mm-hmm. there. I love that. And it's pretty simple once you are in the place where you feel worthy of it, they just naturally start showing up in your life. Another great way to go about it is make sure the acting classes you're in, every single person's working, everyone. So Mm -hmm. it's like Leslie Kahn or whatever, you know, they're all constantly working Mm -hmm. until it's like water that everybody in acting works. That's the only thing you see. Yeah, they they hope that you're missing class. Totally, Leslie. Yes. They're like, yes. we don't want you in class. Exactly, <laughs> that's the dream. And like that's, you should be working. <laughs> like even that is such great reinforcement where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can do that. Like yes. that's what you're basically showing your subconscious. Yes. So it's really, it's not that hard. And then I would tell you, like I tell everyone, shadow, 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 get rid of your shadow, anything yeah, to do with it. Leslie's actually really amazing. I mean, she, it's she's not the deepest acting teacher by any means, but she gets you fucking episodic. 
athletic ready. Well, like, she's like, time. she's real as hell. She, there's a lot of controversy around some stuff that she said recently, but I, she told you how, to, how it is. The first time yeah, I went no. to audition, she was like, we're one of your parents, an alcoholic. I can tell in your voice. And I yeah. was like, yes. Dude. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, like, she's phenomenal. Why? What, what, she's what, real as What'd she say about She just voice? said, because I speak deeper. There was something about that. And she sent me to a voice coach and I went a couple of times and I was like, nah, this isn't for me, voice coaching. I was also like on the precipice of leaving mm-hmm. anyway. Your general. voice is deep? I guess, yeah. Whatever she picked up she on. She must have thought I was just. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, She's I think like, your voice you is a- fitting yeah. for you. I would mm-hmm. never think deep. Thank I don't you. think hot, but I think it's perfect. Thank like, you. But I like deep. I'd rather I have someone too. say deep. Oh my God, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm very into it. Deep voices for women are great. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not thread. changing this. But so that's but yeah. the answer. What would you want to do? That's so weird. I don't, and maybe also like a dictation thing, you know, when you're acting, it yeah. was kind of like that. But in my mind, I've always been like this. I think it's Aquarian where I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. if you don't like me for me, my self-worth had to catch up with that because the two together are pure magic mm-hmm. for manifestation. But I was like, if you don't like me for me, then not nah, fuck it. If you guys aren't hiring me for me, right. fuck off. You right. know? Yeah. And they were like, we're not hiring you because of you. So, so. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I think she told someone recently because they looked. So they said, fuck off first. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> They're like, no, you fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> they looked Spanish or Mexican. You know, yeah. she told them to change their last name. Hmm. So common. Um, I know, but she actually so said it and it was oh, recorded sure. and oh, what a mess. Dude. And a I get it mess. with all the movements that are happening. It's been happening in Hollywood. Yeah. Forever. What's her name that I love so much? She was in, what was that famous movie? She, oh, it's got to come to me, but she yeah. would like have electrolysis done to look less ethnic and Whoa. changed her name, oh, everything oh, wow. to be yeah, a harlot. Electrolysis, like, oh, and now, hair now they're trying to look more oh my God, now, ethnically like, ambiguous. This whole season, all of my actor friends are like, and which is amazing, I mm. think. Everyone's going out for like secretary roles, you know, right now, because all the leads are going, you know, to yes. different ethnicities, which is fantastic, finally. Yeah. There does need to be a balance. I think so. <laughs> Hollywood always does that. Coming from me, white, blonde hair. Yeah, you like that. Because like what no, will happen great. in Hollywood is it'll retract and go. It'll get, they'll do a year of this. There will for be a balance, PR. of course. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks, but there needs to be balance. Fuck totally. Hollywood. Yeah, fuck Hollywood. Make your own shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, yeah, I've kind of been feeling that shift, you know, with the mm-hmm. podcast and and how it's not like the, okay, so you go to Leslie Khan and then you book an under five and then you book a guest star and then you totally. book a star on the show. And yeah. it doesn't feel like that for me and I think for a lot of people it just feels mm-hmm. super zigzag and mm-hmm. but it's all making sense yeah do you know I tell you if your shadow's integrated you're expanded hanging out with those people and you've dealt with all of your inner child meaning you know that mm-hmm. this is fully possible next year will be a whole different year for you yeah it really is that simple yeah I see it I feel all it. the time with actor clients it's mm. like when they can really get into it wow yeah it's it it's just our own shit we're projecting that we're receiving back, you know? Of course. At the end of the day. Damn. I have someone in mind that I'm sending to you. So you're tell, are you still taking? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not. Never mind. No. I'm not sending them. Don't yeah, go to the workshop. Yeah, I'll send them to the workshop. She's like, I have some links. <laughs> I have some good links. They can yeah. start here. <laughs> okay. I want to take some questions from Almost 30 Nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hear I think them. I know this answer, but... Lauren Gaynor, hi sister, Gaynor. What 
do I do if I'm having trouble finding expanders? No one properly fits the bill. Is this an issue? There's a great link (laughs) 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 on the site called, but what if I live in a small town, you know, and I get a lot of these. And so that's, and instead Mm. of wasting like a lot of podcast time, because it's something that's a resource, um, it gives so many good examples of how to go. And and digitally, like I have people that I like listen to podcasts. Oh my God. Social media, digital TV shows is a great place because you're in a hypnotic state while you're watching it. Literally join a yoga class. Join a, yeah, (laughs) yeah. No. If that is your expander, fucking watch that show. Like don't, and that's another big thing that I hope human design is teaching a lot of people is like, don't repress. If you want that, if your soul chose that, that's fine. Mm. Like that's totally okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you know the difference between a sign and a test? Ooh, okay. So it's tricky because they can sometimes come together. Yeah. You know, well, they don't really. So here's a great example. Expanders and tests can come together a lot of the time. So mm. for instance, when you're dating and like the person comes through and it seems to be your whole list, but they don't, they're not emotionally available. They don't want to commit. They were actually, they came as an expander. It's not this, it's not a missed opportunity. The universe is sending you things all the time to help you. It's like, even if it's shit, it's sending you mirrors of where you have low mm. self-worth that you need to shift. And therefore you'll stop attracting those things for good, but it'll keep sending those <laughs> until you shift it on a yeah, subconscious such level. A good one. So for instance, if you, you know, like a person comes through and they seem to be all of your list and you're just not the one for them, they actually came as an expander and also a test. So if they're like trying to sleep with you, but they don't want to commit, that's an expander and a test. You let them go and you think the universe that you got to see to believe that such a person exists, you can be with them. It means you're very close to your next thing. Now a sign, I'm not quite sure what they're referring to, whether it's a ping or whatever. Mm -hmm. So for instance, they are pretty separate. So like Mm -hmm. when I'm getting pinged to do something or like, again, those downloads I get for business, they're pretty distinct and specific. And we do talk about this pretty in depth on a YouTube video with Jenna Zoe about what your ping type is like for human design. So what your authority is and how to process it. And we do give really good tips about like, if you can't financially follow that ping right now, write it down. You know, it gives some great tips on that, but they are pretty separate. And I will say that the person who's like, is this a sign or a test? They're usually like low self-worth and wishing that this is a sign. Mm. So they are very, very, very separate. But an expander and a test can come in the same package. Mm. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, I think with love that happens, like you were saying in the first podcast that we had. Jobs that happen. Yeah, where you like keep saying yes to what really is not for you. And then the moment that you say no, they send, yeah, Mm. like an expanding moment where you're like, oh, I can, I I do deserve it. Yes. I can receive it. Yes. And truly at the end of the day, all of this work, work is purely about subconscious expansion and growing your worth. Mm -hmm. The more worthy you are, the more magnetic you are, period. Mm. And I can talk about what those elements are after the questions, because it's very specific of what that entails, that worthiness. Mm. Okay. This is, I love this one. Michelle Herman, my question is about relationship manifestation. If we are married and not wanting to divorce, LOL, can we we still manifest certain traits or aspects in our current partner? No. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Well, what I mean by that is like, we can't, oh, do you want to keep asking? Oh, no, sorry. I was just trying to see if she said, she talked about manifesting new partners or new jobs, but can you manifest changes? 
So that wasn't the question. No. no. So here's the deal. And I see this a lot in couples, you know, especially if you got married really young and you guys have grown mm, yeah. in very separate directions, all you can do is be a pillar of inspiration. So all you can do is work on yourself and continue at your rate and it, hope to inspire the other and then reevaluate where the relationship is at after that. But you can't control somebody else shifting their thing. You just, we don't work. That's like, I'm I'm very monogamous person. I've always been in long monogamous relationships, but that is the archaicness of the old biblical form of getting married is that in true spirituality, we're all individuals on our own individual journey. So it's mm. like, you just got to do you. And if they follow suit and they step up and they do the work and they want to grow or they want to shift out of lack, that's beautiful. But if it's just you holding all that weight and continuing the momentum and they're not there and they can't and they won't in this lifetime, that's when you reevaluate the relationship Mm. if it's something to be in or Mm. any of that kind of stuff. Or you deal with it and that's part of your karmic journey in this lifetime. Mm. Otherwise, my mom wouldn't be an alcoholic, guys. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you can manifest for others. Yeah. Let me Karmic tell you. Karmic journeys are really interesting, and also, oh, totally. And I think as we become more conscious, our generation, like witnessing our parents and kind of their karmic journey, we think that we can help and save them and maybe make it better totally. or whatever. But can't. Nope. Not. Nah. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now, if your parent is this like really inspiring soul that wants to do that, like, yay, whoa, jackpot. Yeah. But. It's all, you just got to do you. You, I mean, you can try as long as Mm -hmm. you want, but that's called codependency and go to CODA because not much is going to happen. Yeah, (laughs) You're going to be a martyr. Is there something called CODA? Oh yeah. Codependence Anonymous. Oh, it's amazing. What's a codependent again? So it's a spectrum. There's so many different things that go into it, but you have the spectrum of like the very needy nurturer who puts everybody in front of them before they can put their oxygen mask on and, you know, they can be very attached or then you have the full other spectrum, which is what I fall into, which is love avoidance. Like I don't need anyone. I'm an island. I can do anything on my own. I'm not going to trust anyone or Mm. be fully intimate with anyone because they could hurt me and leave me. Um, So it's a big spectrum. Yeah. So when you're trying to control someone and like fix them and help them and, you know, I have a friend and client who's like, but he can get there. Right. And I'm like, uh, babe, don't settle. Like (laughs) do what you want, run into the fire if you need. But no, the way that we get inspired to do something as Mm. humans is we get that flash of purpose. If they don't have that flash of purpose, they're not, and it has to come from them. There's nothing you're going to do that's going to give them that flash of purpose. Their soul has to want to go on that ride and evolve. And if not, then you, and if you want to stay in the relationship, then that's your karmic journey to work through and evolve through. Mm, and yeah. Cause it's like their work. You can't like you do can't their do shadow their, work. But so no. many women want to oh, save try. the men. Yeah. yeah. It's so And exhausting. men just want to chill. Yeah, dude. Dude, women want to say men and dudes just want to chill. And truly, <laughs> like they the want to d- watch you from afar and see all the weird shit you do. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. and then they'll see you when you're both 70 and be like, yeah. see, we both arrived together. Literally, like, mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, Jennifer says, woo, woo, your interview with Lacey was the very first Almost 30 podcast I listened to and sub- subsequently got, bin- or got hooked and binge listened to y'all's episode every day since. So Lacey holds a special place in my heart. So stoked you're having her back on. Yes, I'm so happy right now. Holy shit. Thank you, guys. Oh, this is great. Comments. Just read those. That's yeah, great. I love those. Yeah, like Literally. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Just real quick, the the clarity muscle. Yeah. Can we talk about that? The trust mm. muscle. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 I want to give an example of what you're talking about. Mm, yeah. Like I just, I'm kind of getting to know that like... 
I don't know if it's a voice, if it's a feeling, that knowing. And obviously the more that I trust it and I see that it's right, the more comfortable I am exercising it. But like, I just want to know how to make it a daily practice, I yeah. guess. Cause I know this, so much of this work is repetition yeah, and being totally. consistent about it. Yeah. So yeah, I just would love to go deeper. So for me, like what I, so as a society, again, I'll go, you know, I'll say this, even though it feels repetitive, but none of us were reinforced to listen to our intuition or ourselves. That's why it feels so fucking foreign. Mm. That's why so many of us feel so disassociated from our body in general, because it was like, do this specific journey, go to school, you know, get, go into corporate, have a family, pay off your house and die. Like that's yeah. whatever. That's like yeah. the thing. Right. Um, so it feels so foreign to start to really tune in to this exterior. No, it's not these, it seems like exterior forces, but it's really all within ourselves. Like this intuitive trusting, jumping off cliffs, expanding all of that. So against everything we've been conditioned since yeah. we were little. So really great exercise that I like to tell people, even if you have nothing, like no resources, you hate your job, you're in the shittiest relationship or single, what you can start to do every single day throughout the day. And you have to make this a conscious commitment. Like mm. it's a commitment to you wanting to change. Again, you have to have that spark of purpose, you know, is that you can go throughout the whole day and tap into your body and ask it yes or no. And what I mean by that is like, I do this, I call it intuiting. It's how I play with my trust muscle and it's how I play with my intuition. Mm. Uh, my head, because it's been so, into, I intellectualize so many mm. things. So like, let's say if I'm dieting, right? Or whatever, like I've read every mm-hmm. fucking diet book and I've tried all the diets and I know everything I should be doing. But the last thing I'm actually doing is tapping into my body to see what it actually wants and needs for nourishment, which is truly just the answer when it comes to eating. Right. And our taste buds in our body communicate very differently. Yeah. <laughs> So our taste buds could be like chocolate because I'm low on magnesium, but our body can actually be asking for like artichokes. Like I really need the Mm. vitamins and minerals and artichokes. So that's like a great place to start is when throughout anything you do in the day, it's like, do I want to wear this dress? And I do have, I'm going to just like go into this and kind of talk about this, but there are four elements to magnetism Mm. and I'll come back to this. And so it, we, like a big thing people requested. They're like, I can't see you for for a session. How do I know? I know all the workshops exist. I have them, but how do I navigate them more specifically? Mm. And so I created these four roadmaps. They're the four elements of pure magnetism. So the clients I have that think it and it comes right away, think, come, think, come. They're that magnetic. There are four qualities that they fully all inhabit. And one is pure authenticity. And what that means, like the real energetic underneath it, is that they are totally completely vulnerably honest with themselves and others. And if you look deeper at the energetic Mm. beneath that, they don't do the ego dance ever. It's never like, I'm in public. What do I do to get this person to like me? Or I stand this way. Or like, there's a guy that I'm going to put this book on my, you know, lap Mm -hmm. because he'll, whatever. That's all fucking ego (laughs) dance, right? I have a client who does that. And I was like, you got to stop that. (laughs) 800 page book on her lap. It's like, yeah, yeah, the odyssey. I read it. I'm just reading. (laughs) She's casually at the subway. Like, that's totally amazing. Um, But it's that ego dance. Even when you go to, you know, get your coffee and you're like, 
uh, I'm going to be happy even though I feel like shit instead of just, you know, being normal. So a lot of us are caught up in that ego dance, right? And so in that roadmap, we give tools of how to start really checking in with where you are authentically versus how you're actually showing up in the world. The closer Mm. you can get using those tools throughout the day to pure authenticity and making decisions based on those, it literally is the road to authentic magnetism, like what we were talking about in Angelina Jolie, where the world can't take their eyes off of you. The second major element is freedom. And so freedom is one of the most magnetic qualities. And what that means energetically beneath it is that you hold all the power in a situation that you don't give a fuck if you lose it or it doesn't come or whatever. And so what that can look like is yesterday when you when your boss came and talked to you, you had all the freedom because you said, you know what? I probably should go anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that's okay. called mm-hmm. freedom energetics. Mm-hmm. And when you have that towards everything in life, that complete... Unattachment. Unattachment. That's pure magnetism because you have nothing to lose. Therefore, you're so magnetic because um, there's nothing blocking you from Mm. things. There's no fears blocking you from stuff coming in. Then the third element to it is um, integration. So it's what we're talking about in shadow. Shadow is so important. So it's any disassociated part of yourself anywhere you have shame, you care about other people's opinion, all of that needs to be fully integrated. And then the fourth is pure expansion. So again, it's like you surrounding yourself around eight people who already have everything you want. You totally identify with them. Just pure, pure neuroscience 101 through your retina, your subconscious is then going to register. Oh, well, this is reality. It's totally normal. I can absolutely have this too. Therefore, I'm going to start attracting it. You have space for it to come through. So those are the four elements. And in each of them, we give these tips of how to really, really tap into your intuition daily, how to make preference choices. So it's like, like you, I mean, you're, you know, you teach a lot of fitness. It's not something, this muscle that can just like be so, you know, strong overnight. You have to all throughout the day exercise it. Mm-hmm. So starting out from the smallest thing of intuition and ask like tuning into actually your body and stopping with your head, like mm. turning off your head. So it's if you're at the grocery store and you're like, is my body craving the apple or is it craving a banana? Maybe none of them. It's craving melon right now Mm. because it's summer. Listening to that, I don't give a fuck what diet you're tuning Mm -hmm. into. The outfit you're about to pick out, am I picking this out because I'm trying to impress someone or it's what I think I should be wearing or yeah, or is it what I actually will feel really authentic and magnetic in today? Pick that. Like That's how you can start to tune into that inner voice and the more we strengthen it and when the pings come through, there's going to be a lot less hesitation in the clarity of that voice and actually following through with it. So that's like, it just becomes an exercise you do all day long and then it can get bigger where it's like, I do this all the time. I have one day a week that I um, completely unschedule that day. I'll have like one thing scheduled Mm -hmm. and the whole day is called a ping day. So that means I literally don't leave my house until I get a ping to go do something. It has to come through me. Mm. And a great example of this was, it was like two weeks ago, I got the ping and I was like, you have to go get a journal at Skylight books and <laughs> and I was like okay so I like put on my red lipstick and my outfit mm. I had no idea what it's at the end of that maybe it's just a journal and I went there and there was a woman talking there like having a, a speech that night that was like really famous and it was all about something that I had been mulling over wow. that entire week about social media and it was like 
all the answers that I needed literally Mm. to go follow for a book. So it's like when you can take those days, maybe for someone, it's a Saturday of five hours that they have free where you literally unschedule them all. And it's where you're sitting with yourself or you're doing things you love at home and you don't leave till you get a ping. Like this is how we can start to tap into that inner world, our body, our intuition, and just listening to it while strengthening the more we see things at the other end, the more, the stronger it gets and we just won't even doubt it anymore. Mm. Like my my intuition and pings are so clear compared to something that's like, eat a bag of potato chips right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so different. I'm like, okay, that's the fungus, right? right mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> totally. My body. Like, wow. It's really, really, really intuiting with your, like letting your intuition lead you. Um, and carving out that time and really the yeah, repetition to do it. Yeah. The time carving is important. We need a ping day. We need yeah, a, I was just do thinking, a, I was ping just ping day. a ping day. Oh my God. I have ones where like... I don't... My pings are like... I don't know. Even Air if one. they're so stupid, yeah, like get your but nails Air done. Every fucking but my pings would turn I into making something. something to do. I'd be like, I got a ping. I need to do this thing. Well, great. Perfect. Yeah. Do it. It's something you probably have to get off your plate for some reason yeah. to clear space for other stuff to come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Have you like taught your, imp- I'm sure they're just learning as they go, but your yeah. employees, like what's the culture like on the team? I know you're in all different places. but Yeah. So energetically, we're just all figuring it out ourselves, but we're really like, we're all so respectful, communicative. And then we Aww, just did our first great. retreat together. Say, retreat all. Yes. Yeah, in Ojai, yes. all together to connect. It was a creative retreat. Mm. And it's just like really magical because everybody is so good at what they do. And they just were so, yeah, so respectful, so kind, um, empowering to one another. And I'm really, really, really stepping back to heal my body. So it's like, it's for me just been a whole navigation of how to fully, fully empower people in their positions. We're about Mm. to bring on two other people right now to be assistants of the people that are kind of running two divisions. So it's like, wow, it's really just about freedom. You know, it's uh, people travel when they want. They still work when they travel. I'm always traveling. It's just about that freedom and get your job done. Yeah, like for all of us. Done. And they're monitoring the me thing. about getting the job done more than I am ever. For them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wow. Lacey, we really need the thing today. Yeah, they're like, thank God Krista was late for dinner last night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> totally exactly what Becky said. Yeah, like, I caught up on so many you emails. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> totally. That's what I love yeah. about LA. Because like, I love Traffic. that waiting period or whatever. Like, yeah. I'll get... I actually will be in one place and I can actually look at my emails and yeah. like respond mm-hmm. and be present. And you know, I have like 30 totally. times You're forced right to. Now. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so it's always <laughs> a blessing when people are late. If someone is just dipping their toes into manifestation, like what program would you recommend? Oh, it just depends on what the focus is. Mm-hmm. So okay. we have a, we have a link. We have a start here video because we got this question from so many people. It's like, mm-hmm. we really love what's going on, but like, where do we start? And totally. so on the front of the homepage, if you click start here, it takes you to a video where I kind of walk you through where I'm like, you can do this or you can do that. And this. it's like all the options. And if you're calling in this, this is what you'll want to do. And then the other thing that I think is going to be so helpful are these four roadmaps for brand new people or people 
people already doing it because mm. it's kind of like sort of having a session with me because by the end of it, you have a fully specified like aspects of self that you're taking through shadow or yada. It gives you like a roadmap of what you need to do and how specific it needs to be and what needs to be changed in order for you to reach that level mm. of magnetism. So that'll be even like deeper and more targeted. Wow. For okay. people back who are in like, funnel, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like you back to buying this. <laughs> <laughs> now you buy this. But hey, you're worth it. It's, yeah. it's really you're been amazing. It. It's really like I'm enjoying it so much oh. and I'm already like feeling the and seeing the things coming in. And, but more so even it just feels good to unblock. Totally. To use your thing. Unblock. Yeah. But really like I didn't know how much it was preventing me from receiving what yeah. I like stream of. I can't day. wait for you to do a partnership. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in almost 30 nation, they're like, shut the fuck up. Stop yeah. talking about <laughs> no way. attracting yeah, your yeah, partner. Yeah, totally. They're I like, come on. Again, he sees you. Yeah. <laughs> he sees you. He's on his way. He's orbiting shut around you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to say it until he's here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes, and then bitch. two years later, you're going to be like, I'm so sick of him. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Literally. <laughs> well, I was told not, I told by uh, someone we're having on the podcast soon, Natalie Miles. She's like, don't talk about him on the podcast ever. Really? I was like, yes, ma'am. Because wow. I've done that before. Ah. She's like, don't talk about like the, the specifics. Really? <laughs> like, What's her reasoning right. for it? I don't know, but like I've, I have done it in the past and it's never been amazing. It doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great. Yeah. And I understand why. Yeah. Got to keep something sacred. Totally. Because we are very like open and authentic. I think that's and, like, why people we share. love it. Yeah. 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 But I think I'm going to be just well, like you are. You're yeah. private about your relationship. You are know? you? Mm -hmm. Great. Excellent. Yeah. There you mm -hmm. go. It's not because it's not me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm me and he is him and it's not I my love place that. to like. I love it. Say what I say, what I feel, but I don't. I can't say what he feels. Yeah, yeah. No. I love that. That's yeah. beautiful. Um, what's next for you, honey? Next, what's next? The house and the house. Yeah. These roadmaps, and then the we have yeah, center. the retreat spot. Yeah, and then we have um, a DI album, a deep imagining. So it's a hypnotic album coming uh, out. I don't know when? what else to call it. At the, I think the end of July we're scheduled. Great, because so many people are like, okay, we finished the workshop now. How do we stay consistent? So I'm creating an album that's like for all the different things in life Whoa. and manifestation that they can just listen to and download. Oh and my God. I know. It'll be I'm great. I'm really excited. Because I've been, <laughs> if I'm doing like meditation on my own, I'll yeah. do like the 432 Hertz yeah. or whatever. Oh, great. Yeah. But I've been kind of wanting something a little bit deeper. Deeper, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know. I like the 432 Hertz a lot. I do too. But, um, do you know yeah. that a more healing frequency than that even is, mm. um, well, there's such a spectrum of like yeah. targeted healing, but I was just reading this book about forest bathing in Japan and the chirping of birds in nature is like one of the most Dude, healing. That's, like that's my every morning. Honest, literally life. When yeah. I hear birds, that makes me so happy. Totally. We have, we have these little birds that made a nest right outside you saw. Mm -hmm. So they made a little nest outside of our apartment. So I see their little beaks like <gasps> open, like little Muppets all oh. day. And I look at them every day. I would go check on them. And the mom bird is shit all over my car. She wants me to stay away from her car. <laughs> oh yeah. She's like, get away from my babies. Had poop on my car. There is car, there's bird shit all over my fucking car. She literally like the other day I walked over to my car and she was sitting on the hood. Shitting like, on I've it. I've never seen a bird sit on my hood. Wow. Mm. She's like, stay away from my literally, babies. She is. She's like, stay away from my babies. That's wow. a good one. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, I feel so connected uh, ever since living here. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They wake me up and some mornings I'm like, 
Okay. Love them. Crows. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like, it's, choo, choo, and then it's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that crows have face recognition? Crows are smart as balls. Totally. Well, their frontal cortex is like the most so developed, developed yeah. as yeah. They like animal. can play games and shit. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're so beautiful. Yeah. They're so cool. Aren't yeah. they? They're so shiny they're and so black. They're so like mischievous. Totally. It reminds yeah. me, I guess it's a raven, but it reminds me of oh, like yeah, Halloween totally. yeah. and Edgar Allan Poe and yes. stuff. They're cool. <laughs> I love Very it. Cool. Well, we can meet them in a moment. They're yeah. outside. <laughs> They're happy. Freenative.com. <laughs> yeah, Freenative. There's a link. No, yeah, there's a link. We are going to link everything, guys. The crows. We <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the first episode with Lacey is pretty magical, too. So we'll go listen to that. Yeah. And then just continue to catch upload. Catch us at Soho House. Yeah. Oh, I can't summer. wait. Yeah, yes. yeah we're so, so excited. So excited too. I love, yeah, hanging out with people in person is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. It's I know you guys, are, that's so magical that you're it's doing that. It's like addicting. Oh, it's I like bet. so much work, but it's like that much more rewarding. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, I'm so glad you guys are doing that. And people must yeah. be so grateful to like get a taste yeah. of this all over the nation right yeah. now. It's amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. Thanks for coming on. Thank Thanks you for coming the on. Best. Yay. We love you. All we right, bye guys. You. Bye guys. Have a great week. See you later. Love you. Can I say another thing about Lacey Phillips? What? She is the coziest. She's a little muffin. Little like mm. field fairy. Mm-hmm. Like so cozy all the time, but so fashionable. I want to hug her. I don't know how she does it. I know. Yeah, that's like a different type of beauty than what I have going on. Whenever I, <laughs> well, I told you this the other day. I wish that I could, and after talking to Amanda Chantal Bacon too, because she's kind of same vibes and 70s, walking in. 70s. Yeah, walking in with no makeup, baby. bushy eyebrows, like a little freckle action, mm-hmm. like unbrushed hair that's like stunningly, beautifully perfect, could mm-hmm. wear to the Oscars or to the beach. Yeah, that hair is another level. And I was like, I wish that like, I could do that for like our events. You know what I mean? Just be like so natural. Like, hey guys. Not my look. (laughs) Not my look. I'm like eight foot eyelashes. (laughs) No, honestly, I have eyeshadow up to my brows. Oh my God. Is that a thing anymore? I was wondering that the other day when I was applying eyeshadow to my (laughs) brow bone. I apply a lot of shadow. Mm -hmm. People are like, people are like, people tell me my makeup looks good sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the secret. Apply shadow Everywhere. To the brow. Use a lot. To the brow, underneath the eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed our episode with Lacey Phillips. You can find more epi- more information on Lacey at freeandnative.com. And then also on our website, we have our show notes there to any links um, that we might have mentioned. Tell me what? Tell me. Yeah, we have our um, I Am Enough necklaces. Ugh. So we have a few left. Yeah. So we put on the website. So- in our secret Facebook group that you can join, we talked to um, our babes in there about mantras that mean a lot to them, mantras that they repeat, mantras that they really feel like has affected them and their self-worth. Mm-hmm. So we put that mantra on a beautiful gold bar necklace, and then you can get that on the Almost 30 podcast website under market. So we are selling those necklaces and already some people in the group have um, gotten them and ordered them and we don't have that many left, but would love for you guys to rep the I am enough necklace it's beautiful yeah because you are yeah um all right we will see you guys actually this thursday Mm -hmm. so we are releasing episodes every tuesday thursday Mm -hmm. so we know you wait patiently on tuesday but just know 
few days away, there's another one. Uh, so on Thursday, we will be having Julia Landauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs>